What's up, everybody, and welcome to a very special bonus episode of Speaking of Stadia. I am, of course, one of your hosts, Aaron Cini, and as with me always, the man right down there is the best beard out there, my favorite John Krasinski on the internet, too tall himself, Jacob Porter. Jacob, how are you? Uh, could be better. Could I be mean, better. great that we're doing Got two feet of snow outside I've been dealing with all day, and then this great, great news you've gotten that we're impromptu talking ever. It's on a Monday, though. It's really- <laughs> uh, yeah, at least it's during our normal shows. Um, and a returning guest, the one, the only, the only one who's actually ever been a guest on this show so far. Woo. We have my favorite artist, Fee. I keep doing it wrong in the camera. <laughs> I know. Fiona, how are you? I'm doing as well as I could be at the moment. <laughs> I mean, right? Yeah, I'll take it. Um, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, this is, of course, the Speaking of Stadia podcast, where every other Monday, which is brand new, me and Jacob come here to break down all the news you need to know about about the future of gaming, and hopefully it's still the future, uh, where we talk about Stadia, other cloud gaming, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, t- we just had an episode last Monday, so that would mean right now we should not be recording but the news today was just too juicy (laughs) we're coming to you with a little bit of a bonus episode we want to break down the fact that today google announced they would be shutting down the google games or the stadia games studios Uh, they have two one in canada one in los angeles um and by god the internet saying the sky is falling Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the end that, that everything they everything they said has finally come to pass that Stadia is over and Google's kicking it to the curb. Yeah. So what else do I have to say other than let's get to it yeah. <laughs> uh, before I start breaking down the news? We have just a couple of things um, that will kind of go into this topic. I mm-hmm. want to talk briefly on the official statement from Stadia, yeah. which I thought was really well written. Oh, yeah. Um, I know immediately people are going to be like, oh, market speak. It's fine. It's all going to hell. But I disagree. I think that they actually really wanted to comfort people in a way and say, like, no, this is, we're, we're still on course. Um, and then we're going to talk about a little bit about the article that broke the news. Um, of course, coming from Kutaku, I expected Jason Schreier's name at the top of that. I know he's not there anymore, but that's just what I expect when I hear articles yeah. like this. Oh, he still tweeted um, about it. Don't worry. Oh, I'm sure he did. Oh, I mean, he was doing his typical like, about labor stuff and like, how they lost 150 employees. And that, that's kind of what he talked about mostly. But yeah. Uh, but yeah. So we'll break down that article that actually broke the story today from Kutaku. And then we'll talk just a little bit about what we think the future is. So um, let's actually go ahead and jump into the official statement from Stadia. I think that's a good place to mm-hmm. start. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and pull up the article itself so you guys can see it right here. Wow. Uh, focusing on Stadia's wow. future as a platform um, and winding down SG&E. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just read the statement if that's cool with everybody. Yeah. Uh, we launched Stadia with the goal of making your favorite games instantly available wherever you want to play them. With the recent successful launch of Cyberpunk 2077, what up? On Stadia, gameplay of all types of devices, including iOS, growing your slate of YouTube integrations and our global expansions, it's clear that Stadia's technology has been proven 
and works at scale. Having games streamed at any screen is the future of this industry and will continue to invest in Stadia and its underlying platform to provide the best cloud gaming experience for our partners and the gaming community. This has been the vision of Stadia since the beginning. In 2021, we're expanding our efforts to help game developers and publishers take advantage of our platform technology and deliver games directly to their players. We see an important opportunity to work with partners seeking a gaming solution all built on Stadia's advanced technical infrastructure and platform tools. We believe this is the best path to building Stadia into a long-term sustainable business that helps grow the industry. Creating best-in-class games from the ground up takes many years and significant investment into which the people said, no shit, and the cost is (laughs) growing exponentially. Given our focus on building on the proven technology of Stadia, as well as deepening our business partnerships, we've decided that we will not be investing further in bringing exclusive content from our internal development team at SG&E beyond any near-term planned games. With the increased focus on using our technology platform for industry partners, Jade Raymond has decided to leave Google to pursue other opportunities. We greatly appreciate Jade's contribution to Stadia and wish her the best of luck in her future endeavors. Over the coming months, most of the SG&E team will be moving on to new roles. We're committed to working with this talented team to find new roles and support them. What does this mean? If you're a current or future Stadia gamer, You can continue playing all your games on Stadia and Stadia Pro, and we'll continue to bring new titles from third parties uh, to the platform. We're committed to the future of cloud gaming, and we'll continue to do our part to drive this industry forward. Our goal remains focused on creating the best possible platform for gamers and technology for our partners, bringing these experiences to life for people everywhere. I thought this was actually really well written. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Fee, let's start off with you. What do you make of this news? What do you make of this statement? Um, yeah, just kind of what are your general thoughts on this on this crazy day? Well, um, I know we're going to jump into the Kotaku um, article, but I feel like this was a really good representation of, hey, we're not actually ending. This isn't the end of Stadia. We just put, like, instead of having our eggs in multiple baskets, we're just going to be focusing on our partnerships with other um, production teams and other, like, the whole like cyberpunk 2077 debacle like they can put more focus onto stuff like that and get more people onto the actual platform than to try to push a game that people might not be interested in because they haven't like experienced stadia before so if they could bring familiar faces onto the platform things like um I guess, oh my goodness, um, Ubisoft games, and you see like Lara Croft and um, Hitman and games like that, it gives more opportunities for more people to come in to the actual platform. Jacob, let me have it, man. Well, just to to piggyback on that, like we are seeing more of that recently, especially like actually, actually, oddly enough, everyone's like the sky is falling, Stadia is dead. Uh, Judgment just got announced that it's going to be coming to PS5, Xbox, uh, the series, and then Stadia as well. Nice. And this is their next-gen upgrade, and they're including Stadia in that conversation. Exactly, which is, I I think, a a key part of the say. Like, clearly, like, the sky is not falling. Stadia is still a platform. Yeah. Uh, And... What's, what's what kills me is like I, I saw today that I know Alex Hutchinson, who is a very polarizing person on Twitter because of what he said about streaming, but he posted that it's ironic that they they, clo- they bought Typhoon Studios, um, the people that made Journey to Savage Planet, which is the free game for uh, for Pro this month. Yeah, and on that same exact day, they closed the studios. 
Yeah. So clearly he had no idea because he was tweeting about Journey to Cyberspace Planet coming like a few weeks ago. Clearly he had no idea this closure was coming. That's what right. I think it feels like to me. Like that wasn't really known in that conversation. Yeah. Um, which is kind of crappy. Um, so and it's odd that like Phil Harrison, the one person who's keeping his job, well, he's I'm, that's a wonder. Like, there's all they also hired. I forget the woman's name from uh, from Sony Santa Monica, who did uh, was like the one of the creative directors on God of War. They had hired yeah. her as well, and I wonder what they mean. They talk about Jade, but they don't talk about her, and they can't even Phil. So it's like, what's going on there? What's what is actually going to be yeah. happening? Phil hasn't tweeted about anything in since April April of last year, which was the first um, connect post launch. Yeah. And he hasn't tweeted since then. Jay Dash, I was looking back at Jay Dash, he has over time, like tweeted here and there, mm-hmm. but like very sparingly. So it's like, you, you this guy's supposed, you're supposed to believe this guy's, because I actually just checked as well because I, I missed it before you closed it, was who wrote that article, that post? And it was, it was titled Phil, Phil Harrison. Granted, I'm sure other people looked at it first, but um, it's odd that it's, that's what bothers me is it's coming from him who hasn't really been the front facing person that, us stadia faithful have really wanted him to be we haven't really had they use usually jack buser or um uh what's his name? john justice have been like the faces of stadia that they've been putting in front of cameras but like the two big names that they hired the real big names haven't been a presence besides that one connect where phil harrison was on and yeah. the e3 stuff last uh, two years ago when that she was a thing so I get why people are reacting how they are um, mm-hmm. just because they haven't, I don't think they've done a good job throughout um, being consistent with who is in the face and what, what their message actually is. Yeah. It's odd that they just, they just had uh, studio games and, and entertainment announced in like July with Orcs must die three. And then they announced like three games along it and then they kill it. So I'm curious if it, winding it down, that means that the games like Supermassive and Harmonix are still coming as exclusive or mm-hmm. exclusive. So yeah, yeah. Um, I'm curious to see where that happens. That the the verbiage makes it sound like that is the case because they say in, internal development stopped, mm-hmm. and it's kind of left the door open for possible still third part like third party exclusives for Stadia. Right, for sure. The verbiage, the verbiage just say. I mean, granted, winding down Stadia Games and Network, but it doesn't mean they can't still get in a a third party exclusive just under their own publishing banner. Like when Sony gets death loop, they're not going to have Sony. Uh, so was Sony Enter- is Sony entertainment or whatever it is now studios now. Sony studios. Now. Like yeah. it's like that. A Sony studios label on the bo- on the back of it. It's still going to have, it's going to have Microsoft probably actually, <laughs> but, which is gonna be even funnier. But like, so like I still don't see them then not buying third party exclusives. I still see that being a possibility. For sure. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously I was like, oh, damn. Okay, this yeah. is kind of crazy when the news broke. But reading the statement I just read, um, there's so much in it that tells me they're still in this and that they're like, this is not the end of what you all think it's going to be. Um, I think one of the things that stuck out the most is starting with massive wins. They were like, look, we've yeah. proven our tech kicks ass. Yeah. Cyberpunk ran great. We got us on iOS. We are growing our slate of YouTube integrations and our global expansions. Like they are saying, we have, we're, we've proven the platform and we can take that money. We can take those resources and we can go into continuously really filling out the platform and delivering on the promises that we made. And we can get games to buy into us this way. Yeah. 
I don't think they're playing the exclusive game anymore. They're just trying to make sure that this is literally the best experience. I want to know how much cyberpunk played a part in this where they're like, why are we worried about making games? Let's get people to buy into our platform and sell their games here. I still think it's a hard ask to get buy get buy in from companies is one thing. Game buy in from us as the yeah, consumers. No, totally no, no hurts faith, and that's what I'm seeing in the the conversations uh, on Twitter and on a kind of funny group, obviously. Which we're if you're not aware of that we're part of the kind of funny group. How we all met and uh, yeah, seeing the mm-hmm. the doom and gloom from people about oh rip stadia it's going to be and then soon the whole thing's going to be canceled the whole platform or they're going to sell it to valve or sony or someone else um that's what i'm seeing a lot of yeah because yeah. of this because like because which feels so how do you trust a company to me i don't know like what people are saying like if you don't if you i saw one someone's comment is if you don't believe in your phone first party platform games how much do you really believe in your platform i understand that but at the same time like it, it they just don't they don't see the the need for first party was like steam as a platform granted they have like dota and but you don't go to steam for dota you go to steam for steam like exactly and i think that's what they were trying yeah. to do like even epic game store doesn't have a, i mean they did buy a third party exclusives or time exclusives but like that's to get mind share i mean that i guess that's the only thing steady can really do is that at that point is this other thing buy third party exclusives but not make actual games i mean good Fortnite, but like sure yeah and I appreciated the last two sentences of this very first paragraph. It says having games streamed to any screen in the future is the future of this industry mm-hmm. and will continue to invest in Stadia and its underlying platform to provide the best cloud gaming experience for our partners and the gaming community. This has been the vision of Stadia since the beginning. Yeah. So I think it almost feels like they were maybe a little too ambitious when they decided to have their own game studio as well. It was kind of like, okay, well, we just kind of need everything, right? We need our own exclusives. We need to be over here. We need to be over here. And now it's more like, Actually, people are just really into this tech. Let's let's focus on that and get the games people want to play on this tech. Yeah. And I think that's going to really change our business model. Um, and I understand that when you have told people because you wanted to hold on to like your little talking points of wanting to be a hater on this for the last year and two months, you've been saying, well, when is Google going to kill it? And so when people see this, obviously, that's the first thing they go to. They're going to yeah. just be like, oh, this is dead. Just like we all said, because we want to feel validated. We want to feel right. So we're just like, ah, that thing I warned you about, you know, that here it is. And you're just like, well, not really. They just realize that what they're good at is the platform. And maybe mm-hmm. what they're not great at is making games. And that's okay. And, and from what we've played for, I actually just got my Luna. Ironically, I got my Luna invite today. today. Which, from what yeah. I've, I've heard of people say, like, when the city had bad press before, they've also dropped... Uh, uh, codes as well for that but um but yeah so I, like from your experience from luna and i think we've all have you all have, uh fiona have you tried xcloud as well or, or no wasn't sure i wasn't sure if you tried during the beta during the beta at all i don't even i've only tried during the beta i know aaron is, still has ultimate and still has tried it um here and there but stadia is bar none the best of the platforms i think probably the next closest probably is g uh geforce now and I think it's more of the selling point. It's less the tech yeah. is good as opposed to the, um, the platform being able to get all your Steam games. That's why the selling yeah. point is there. But yeah. uh, it's by bar none the best experience for cloud gaming. Yes, hundred percent. Minus plus minus the few people that have had like don't troubleshoot their internet issues and just say it's steady is terrible. But 
Yeah, I digress. Yeah. <laughs> let's uh let's break down how this news actually broke before Stadia could get out a statement. Um mm-hmm. do you guys have any other thoughts on their statement and kind of what they said to their fan base? Um, I think like the way that they addressed it, it definitely is a very like straightforward, like this is like I guess the best way to put it, it's a definitely a corporate kind of response, but at the same time, they were very strategic about it. And I think they answered the questions that Kotaku brought up, which we're about to get into, um, mm-hmm. just because a lot of, and the way that it's discussed, um, it's very much like, hey, we're not leaving. We're not ending this. All we're doing is we're putting our focus on something. Like, we're not specifically putting our focus on the actual, like, studios or making our own games. Like you guys said, it's more in the focus of, hey, we realize that other games, like, we can bring other games from other studios and third-party developers and bring them here and show that, like you guys said, this is definitely the future of gaming. To be able to play on any device, because it's become super easy to, like... at least for me to be able to like swap over from everything else. I haven't been in any rush to get a Xbox or a rush to get a PlayStation five strictly because I have the stadia. So it Mm -hmm. really allows people to get access to that. And I do understand that some people do have internet issues and by all means, like if you are having internet issues, one, reach out to your internet provider, or two, reach out to me. Um, I'm just joking. I'm not an internet, but we're all, we're all troubleshoot for I'll you. I'll troubleshoot your internet issues for yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> like, have you tried plugging, unplugging, and plugging it back in again? Is it direct <laughs> stuff like that? You know what? I I will be happy to answer any questions, but still, like, I think this was a great way to address it, and I think it wasn't like too much. Like everything is great. It's we recognize that people are upset about this, and this is how we need to answer. So I think they took. Probably like they took some time to answer, but I think it was a great response overall. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. Um, Just want to point out to a couple of quick comments. Um, Really hope this works out for Stadia in the end. They need to build second and third party support to earn money for first party. Still blows. Just wish they had come to this conclusion earlier. Evan, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Um, Also, he was also very stoked for judgment and disappointed that Kotaku article about it arriving on next gen doesn't mention at all the coming of Stadia. I have a bone to pick with Kotaku once we get into this article. They're they're a pain, but yeah. And then Oswaldo says, I wonder what will Google do to replace the lack of first party stuff? Will they make deals with devs for exclusives? I do think we'll see some sort of like exclusive deals coming out. And yeah, you know, it just won't be under that banner anymore of the Sony, uh, sorry, excuse me, Sony Stadia Games Network, uh, Games Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, Eric, this is just really nice. Thank you. I won't read the phone book, but <laughs> um, awesome. Let's talk about this Kotaku article. Google Stadia shuts down internal studios, changing its business focus. Um, this was written by Steph- Stephen Totilo. Um, Google Stadia. Article, so you may want to pick and choose a little bit but just yeah yeah i'll 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 jump around a little bit uh google stadia the late 2019 streaming platform that promised to revolutionize gaming by letting users stream games without needing to own a powerful pc or console is altering course getting out of the game making business and will now offer its platform directly to game publishers alongside offering stadia pro to the public uh the company is announcing the news today um they also go in to talk about jade um the veteran producer who helped build Assassin's Creed for Ubisoft and moved on to EA several years ago before leaving during a game creation at Stadia is also exiting the company. As they mentioned in that same blog post, they did mention that they were exiting and that they wish her nothing but the best. Um, 
Google will continue to operate the Stadia gaming service and its $10 monthly Stadia Pro service. It's unclear how many, if any, exclusive games will still come to the service, though the company has indicated that it can still sign new games and will be bringing more third-party releases to the platform. It nevertheless will look to many like a drawdown of the plan to have Stadia run as a bona fide competitor to console platforms. Um, then he goes on to have just a couple of key quotes here. We see an important opportunity to work with partners seeking a gaming solution all built on Stadia's advanced technical infrastructure and platform tools, Harrison wrote in a blog post today. We believe that this is the best path to building Stadia into a long-term sustainable business that helps grow the industry. Uh, then goes on to talk a little bit about the history of Google Stadia, how much it cost. Um, the service's best moments may have been when it's third-party ports showed off the strength of cloud gaming model in which a game can run well on just about any device with screen and a strong internet connection. Ubisoft's games such as Assassin's Creed Odyssey ran well on Stadia. Destiny 2 Stadia support let players of that game drop in for an extra match or a quest from their phone or laptop when they were far from regular gaming gear. And when Cyberpunk 2077 was faltering on everything else in December, it was running quite well on Stadia. Um, and then he goes on to just talk shit. Um, I was kind of unimpressed with how he decided to approach it. I, I thought he was unnecessarily down and negative and I think he created, I mean, he didn't create it. I think this discourse would have happened either way, 100%, but I think he fueled that fire of like the, look at what they're doing. They're killing stadia. Just like we all said they would. Um, I, I didn't feel like it was a very balanced article. Fee, what's, what's your takes? Oh, Steven, if I can meet you in person. Um, <laughs> we're going to have a chat. We're going to have a chat. You have, you're um, on Fee's bad side, Steven. I hope you're listening. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get really angry for a bit, and then I'll tell you sorry because I'm Canadian. So that's how it's going to end. <laughs> I'll probably buy you some Tim Hortons <laughs> say sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that he took the information that was provided to him, and I feel like I'm going to put this, like, this is probably going to sound pretty terrible. I think, like, this reads as if this was, like, an obituary in a newspaper. Yeah. Which is, like, For real. The, the late Google Stadia. You'll remember started. back in 2019 I mean, when it launched. And I mean, he he ends up with, Stadia isn't quite uh, uh, quite dumb. The Stadia tech could still succeed by many accounts, but Stadia runs, gr uh, Stadia runs great games. Uh, games great. But as game makers, Studio Google has appeared to pack it in. He, they kind of then it says his one last remark, which I've heard this quote before. Like Google was a terrible place to make games. Imagine Amazon, but under under resourced, is like a, I guess a um, a quote from someone at the uh, worked at the studio. So and this you is know, the same like, thing that on to the end, but this is the same thing that Ruben here is echoing in the chat um, from the penultimate conquest. Check out his show. Honestly, this for me doesn't look good that it's a good sign. My fear is that Google's just killing it slowly. Uh, hard, hard disagree. disagree. I have a hard disagree on that. I don't think they are. I think they just don't want to make games. I think yeah. they want to get more games on their platform. Yeah. You're so wrong. Ruben, go you. back to the beginning because you clearly missed the whole beginning of 20 minutes before of this uh, and then watch <laughs> that and then you'll see why we say not. Yeah. Yeah. Quite wrong. yeah. I, my goodness. Yeah. I, like I said, it reads like an obituary. It seems very much like this is the end of Stadia, but that's definitely not the case. Once again, I've already talked about this earlier on, but it's very much they want to put the focus on getting third party um, creators onto the platform. So that yeah. might be indie 
groups. It might be like big triple A's. Um, and I know that they're looking at getting um, Uplay Plus. So that's also a whole other thing that they can add to their like repertoire of different games that they have access to at this time and services. But it's We're currently we already have Uplay no, Plus, ma'am. It's okay. now Ubisoft Plus now. Thank you very much. Oh. Okay. I apologize. I know you're waiting gonna... for it up there in the great white north, but <laughs> down here in America, we already got that there fancy Ubisoft Plus on Stadia. It's still the late 2010s here. Like, <laughs> um, but in all honesty, I think that this was not well written. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that there could have been honestly a little bit more of a positive spin, like a little bit more of a positive outlook on it. I understand that this was definitely not something that anyone was expecting to be released today, especially with the fact, like you said, there were games that were Stadia exclusives that were not Stadia exclusives, but made with the Stadia studio in mind that were released literally less than 24 hours ago. And now the studio is closed. Like, no one was expecting it, but I think they realized, like, hey, this is what we need to do. But I think this article was not well written. I, I'm i trying my best not to apologize. Um, but, <laughs> um, I think that it left a lot of confusion and a lot of questions rather than answers. And I think that's why Stadia had to come in. And I think it was good for Stadia to make, the, like, Google, my apologies, for Google to come in and say, what they needed to afterwards and quite honestly i think they did the timing well because then they could answer everything that kotaku decided to not answer um because i know um the three of us have currently been dealing with people making comments about stadia consistently since this has come out um i will be honest if you are from the facebook group and you are trying to post anything in that particular comment thread i have turned it off I'm going to be honest with you. I'm even an admin there. I've turned it off. I need... <laughs> Y'all don't understand. Um, it's just been complete negativity. And it's been the same thing on Twitter as well. And I think people need to, rather than think that it's cool to hate on something, actually take the time to like try something out. And if it didn't work for you, that's fine. But completely going the same way that Steven did in this article is not the way to go, especially in 2021, where we need to be looking forward rather than backwards when it comes to the gaming industry. Or just like yeah. in general. He didn't like hide his biasness at all. And that was no. just such a bummer to see. And um I know it's so easy again to just validate ourselves and say, I was right all along. The stadia thing was going to get killed by Google versus just being an optimist. I was, I was called um, like an eternal optimist or something like that today on mm -hmm. Twitter. Um, but I don't know. I, I was still going to hold out hope. I'm, they haven't proven to me that they're dead. Uh, Avery from stadia source. Um, awesome oh, wow. host of his podcast. He, uh, he's been tweeting a lot today, but it's all been, the sky is not falling. Calm down. Like this is fine. Um, and the last thing he said was just like, until stadia says, Hey, we're closing down stadia or until Google says we're closing down stadia. Stadia's not dead. Like they closed their studio. Yes. But they've still done a lot of great things. And it is such a bummer with all these cool features that they've rolled out and now state share coming with Hitman, And then, you know, Hitman three dropping just recently, like, all these cool things have happened 
and one bad news story. And it's just like, everybody's re- ready to just chuck them under the bus and call it. I mean, just last month they had Xavier Woods and I'm blanking on the Katie. I can't remember her last name. You've uh, played games with her. She's your best. I know friend. <laughs> I follow her on, we, we follow her on, on Twitter now too. Uh, I, I, I do, well, I've watched a few of her streams actually post that. Um, but yeah, she, um, they had both them on, I mean, po- the, the promoting crowd play and crowd choice and showing it off and did a really good presentation there. And it's like, they did so many big wins. It's like, it does take the wind out of the sails with this yeah. news. It really does. But, it's just a big uh, which I, so yeah. I understand the, the, I understand the mindset, but I don't agree with it. Yeah. <laughs> Initially. Yeah. Um, they just had so many big wins. I can't see Google just pulling the plug on it or whatnot anytime soon. Still. Um, I saw someone who was like, yeah, Google still has 400 games planned for this year coming to stadia. Like, there are still like Jack Buser as well, as of like a month ago said they have plans for Stadia up into 2023. Games plan coming to Stadia up to 2023. Yeah. So like I I believe Jack Buser is a guy a person I believe um, he's been very instrumental in the in the PlayStation uh, thing and kind of funny in general too. So I know I just I I don't see it ending. I see it as a new fo- going forward. Like you said, yeah, I just think it's a different focus of what their business model looks like and. Just the integration with with YouTube, I think, is the big thing they want to sell. Essentially, right. like to, to, they're, they're going to sell that to publishers, saying, "Hey, we can do all this awesome stuff with with YouTube and integrate it seamlessly. Uh, we want to we want to bring you in to bring these features on." And I think that's going to be a big thing. I'm not sure you want to go to the next the next bit, um, the next article. I, I actually updated the article in the doc, by the way. Oh, good, because it was giving me a 404. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you guys are making me renew my studio right now. Eric, get that Pro and get uh, – what just launched a uh, Savage Journey, Planet? Journey Savage Planet, Enter the Gungeon, and I'm going – oh, uh, Tomb Raider, Guardians of Light. Yeah, I just played Into the Gungeon this evening, and it fantastic. was fantastic. Fantastic game. Have you played it before? No. I've uh, never played any of the games that came out today. Enter um, the Gungeon is great. But I just played it this evening, and I was having an absolute blast. I was the necromancer, the purple oh, one. I'm not sure I if I played as the necromancer. I think that's in the the the, the, the final edition of wherever they they did a. Like yeah, a cl- so I was playing. What is it? Um, my goodness, um, local co-op, and that's oh. the only one that you could play as. Oh uh, yes, co-op. okay, yeah, you're right, you're right. I, yeah, I usually do local co-op too. That's why I've, people say it's better solo, but it's like better but i think it's more fun co-op but. yeah it's a lot of fun co-op yeah i'm uh <clears throat> i'm gonna be playing madden after this but i'll tell you about that at the end of the show because i'm gonna yeah. plug the little stream that we're gonna be Ooh. doing um our last little bit of this special episode of speaking of stadia is cloudy with a chance of games youtube is hiring project manager game experience stadia this is great news for stadia This may look like a fairly bland job listing as it's a project manager for game experience for Stadia. However, this is one is going to take some explanation on how this is quite significant. Over the last year and a half, there seems to have been a little disconnect between YouTube and Stadia portions of that Google business. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have had the YouTube distance themselves from Stadia because of the Alex Hutchinson situation of a number of months ago. That was where he talked about streamers should pay. It's fine. YouTube not featuring the Stadia controller or generally talk about Stadia when mentioning gaming. It has come across as two different entities uh, are living in separate silos. This job listing looks like it is trying to bridge the gap between the two parts of Google. The key components of the job are responsibilities. I don't know why that just says responsibilities. (laughs) Evolve the product vision and strategy for Stadia slash YouTube. 
Work closely with engineering, UX, partner engineering, business development, legal, and other functions to assess product priorities, establish a roadmap, and author detailed product requirements. Represent the YouTube creator in Stadia's product strategy and prioritization process. The thing to notice with the listing is that YouTube is doing the hiring, not Stadia. That again may look a little facetious, but it is not meant to be. Silos happen, and this is, looks like a way to break them down. Stadia has a relationship with YouTube as Stadia is integrated into YouTube's fiber. Uh, Crowdplay, Crowdchoice all operate through it. A number of people in the Stadia community have been calling for a closer working relationship between YouTube and Stadia, and this looks like it'll be the first step. So today, not only are they talking about closing down a studio, we've also now announced a next-gen remake of Judgment that is going to be on Stadia as well as PS5 and Xbox uh, series. The series, X, yeah. yeah. The series. Um, and then they have job listings on how they're trying to work with YouTube. So... It, People are going to say the writing's on the wall, but the writing's on the wall that they're just going a different direction and they're still very, yeah. very much committed to their platform. Exactly. It. And that's why I thought this was a good... I, I saw this. I was looking at Twitter about a half hour before. I was like, oh, this is a good, I think, good conversation piece for this. Just yeah. They clearly are trying to now bring... And probably, again, probably sell the two together as like, hey, we can do this cool integration, especially with the, like, the big showcase they did recently. They had... I think like 20 plus different streamers doing uh, dedicated streams for Stadia throughout like the last, like for a week, like they clearly are committed to the integration of those two. And I think, again, that's part of the package that Phil Harrison's going to have to be selling to companies like EA and others stuff like that to get them on board. Mm -hmm. Those are the big, like, I guess the last big one that we're still missing right now is Capcom, but that's right. just a small piece of the puzzle. I guess it's really just RE and then what else do they really have? To, I mean, they've done some good stuff, like, I guess Monster Hunter, but, um, so yeah, but, but yeah, I think that's, that's the way they're going forward. So. And my thoughts yeah. on this is, um, they're they're gonna keep showing it and i i think these conversations probably started happening after cyberpunk i think when they ran out of premiere editions and people were flocking to them to buy a game that was yeah. on other consoles but it worked the best here i think they were like okay that's actually what we need to focus on is let's get the titles that people just want versus spending the next five years developing a game that what if we fall flat on our face with and now yeah. we've wasted all this development time when we could have put all that money into making our platform better and signing deals and getting people to bring their games to us. My my, so, my one big thing I, I'm missing from I guess the first party studio go like going away is they said like we're gonna make a, make games that can only happen on the cloud and I think we're we're so far away from getting that now. Right, and that's, that's what's disappointing right. to me the biggest. Is, yeah, is they they during that GDC almost two years ago now that they talked about all this the the power of the cloud and what they can do in the cloud gaming yeah. and we're not going to get that unless they third party contract out a game to do it, right. which is very possible. They still could. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's, that's the one thing I, I, I upset. I'm upset about. I mean, but it's still possible. Like, they could still throw money at someone to make it get that game. And they had people on stage talking about making games made for stadia, which I'm not sure we ever actually saw yet or not, but uh, I want to, I want to go back and look at that, that uh, video, but. Yeah. One of the worst takes I saw today was uh, Imran was like, Imran Khan. Uh, he was like, so it's a tale of two studios or something like that. He's like, you have Google who's like, LOL, we're going to just try not to worry about our first party exclusives and see how this goes. And like, let's just run with it. And then they're like, Nintendo came out and they're like, yeah, we've been super successful because of all of our third or our first party exclusives. And I'm like, 
dude, Nintendo's been doing this since literally the eighties. Like yeah. they, they have decades. You're talking apples and onions at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and Nintendo's a, is a person that beats their own drum and just does whatever the hell they want. And people, right. they have, they happen to have the, Three, like two or three biggest mascots in all of gaming that literally my mom knows who Mario is, but if I, to- if I told <laughs> her who, if I asked her who the, uh, like a Resident Evil character, like who's like, or uh, God of, who's the lead character in God of War, like who's that? What right. that was that game? Yeah. You have these tent poles that you're guiding, or I guess the mask guiding the, that freaking platform. And um, that came out when there was literally no competition for these. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. I think it's a really poor comparison to think yes. like because they're not doing what Nintendo did that they're not going to be successful. And Nintendo it could a be a time. And yeah. Nintendo could be a honestly Nintendo could be a purchaser of their of Stadia services. Sure. Yeah. Nintendo has been been using cloud gaming on the Switch to get games that it can't run natively on the console. They, I think they had a game recently too. I forget what the game was, but they had another game recently. And it's like so I, I could see a company like Nintendo even partnering with, if they don't want to partner with xCloud with uh, Microsoft, if they want to partner with Google to get like, then what by all means go for it. I mean, yeah. Uh, the, the, the tech is better than xCloud. So I think Nintendo one is more about quality than, than quantity. I mean, that's, that's yeah. just a, a idea. I mean, they could get their games running on, on on the switch specifically not on obviously all the other stuff but still through stadius uh network so for sure yeah we could be looking at something like having ubisoft plus and then having like a bunch of these other like larger companies like nintendo saying like okay we'll be we'll have like mario kart and a bunch of these other multiplayer games or splatoon and having them as like a cloud-based option and using it almost like a channel system where you can like subscribe into these particular like groups um just like with my god is it ubisoft ubisoft plus or is it you play it's ubisoft plus now ubisoft they they rebrand they rebranded it in like november to be ubisoft plus now i'm sorry i will recognize that when it actually comes to canada and now it's ubisoft connect it's ubisoft connect not you play anymore either you know what ubisoft just come to canada yeah it sounds nicer as evan says in the chat Control demo ran awfully for him on the Switch through streaming. So yeah. they obviously need some help on their cloud-based stuff too. Yeah. Oh, there's a whole other there's I've heard really good things and really bad things about that that control demo. So yeah. It's yeah. a very, very wild, like mostly negative though. Yeah. But I think it leaves a lot of opportunities for Stadia, um, especially paying more attention on other um groups coming in rather than only paying attention to their own or putting in too many people doing too many things at once just focusing on like you mentioned having so much recognition when they had cyberpunk working mm-hmm. we could they could try to fight towards things like maybe a timed exclusive like it comes on stadium and pc first because we saw how well these like next generation games work so well on the PC and on Stadia before they worked on PlayStation and Xbox, it might give them an opportunity to be able to play these games at how they should be before they get it set up for the PlayStation 5. It's just like specific options just because right now it's been a little bit wishy-washy when it comes to exclusives on the new consoles since November. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's been been tough. Uh, one thing I just thought about actually is because they, they talk about get helping companies 
third publishers get games on. I'm not sure that I remember the verbiage exactly. Yeah. Um, but they could, in theory, keep some of those developers from those studios to help them port over games for oh, yeah. the companies. So they could they could invest some resources into that. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see that being a possibility too, which I think would be a smart move and a good move to do. Yeah. That's been the biggest hurdle is getting people to port the games. Like they had a third party company port Cyberpunk, and I, I saw them on Twitter, tw- like trying like we are so proud of ourselves for doing this, and they should be. They actually should be proud of. That's a fantastic port of the game that ran. Sh- shaky on even piece some pcs right um, port on p on stadium is that good so um if they can get talent like that to port games for them and then really show it hey, make the best ports of the, your game and make it run perfectly that'd be yeah. a big selling point unreal awesome well um <clears throat> this was a special episode like i said we were just really covering one topic do you guys have any closing thoughts on the uh the game studio closure today it was a shitty situation that wasn't explained well at the beginning. And I think that it was explained well through Google and people probably should take some time to actually read the Google statement. And I hope to see some positivity come out of Stadia over the next few months. Yeah. Yep, I'm, that's, I, I agree. I hope they get some, hopefully follow this up with some bigger news, like other yeah. bigger third party games coming to the platform, uh, especially like the, there was a, we, we talked about last episode was a rumor of like Final Fantasy VII coming. To, they can get like something like that to kind of like, yeah. hey, no, they are actually getting third-party games that even Xbox isn't getting. I think it could be set the message kind of like, oh, no, City is around this day. Yeah. Um, but they need to be very active with the community and mm-hmm. media as well to, to get that message across. Awesome. Um, yeah, I just want to keep spreading positivity until they tell me Stadia is dead. I'm going to keep believing in it as a platform. Mm-hmm. It's a bummer that I'm not getting these first party exclusives, but at the same time, I didn't really know what they were working on. So I don't know what I'm missing out on. Just I, I've been playing Hitman and Cyberpunk, man. Like these are games on other platforms. Keep giving me these games that I can play anywhere and I'm good. So exactly. I'm fine yeah. with this, this method. So um that's it like i said i'm gonna go play madden for anybody interested i will be doing a guest stream on twitch.tv slash waba plays we are going to predict the super bowl we are going to play madden 21 on stadia it is going to be his first time playing stadia uh i don't know if i'm the chiefs or tampa yet but that's going to be super awesome so look for that on our twitter uh at speak of stadia and i'll get it to show time once we have it nailed down that'll be wednesday Nice. Awesome. Oh, and uh, just a little quick, uh, Evan, thank you. Uh, well, I'm glad we could help you vent. <laughs> in, yes. the co- in the comments, yeah. Oh, sure yeah, let me get that blow up. Um, yeah, <laughs> we also needed this to just get out and, you know, spread some positivity exactly. on this news. Sure. It's not all doom and gloom. Stadia's here to stay. Fiona, tell the people where they can find you. You can find me on Twitch as well as I usually stream tonight, but I had some crazy things plus this. So I was just like, you know what? We're just going to be focusing on Stadia in this stuff this evening. So you can find me at twitch.tv slash Zoranix as well as on Twitter at Z or Z for the United States. U R A N I I X. You can also find me on Sundays. Currently, this is going to be on Tuesday. Um, we actually, I'm over at the Penultimate Conquest podcast, um, where we talk about Attack on Titan, the newest season, the final season, every Sunday, usually, but this week is going to be on Tuesday. So you can catch up on that if you were interested. Um, we're going to be talking about the latest episode, and I'm going to cry. It's going to be great. Um, that's- <laughs> 
It's at um, twitch.tv slash penultimate conquest. Check out the penultimate conquest right before I was on this show. I was actually over there recording an episode with those guys uh, on WandaVision episode four. They are putting out some really great Marvel content. Go give them some love. They also just lost a destiny show. So be sure to check that out. And then again, right here with fee, make sure that you're hanging out, checking out all that good attack on Titan stuff. Jacob, where can the people find you that you want them to? Two tall porter most places. Uh Stadia, Twitter, which I barely use. Uh you get I think it's the same thing on you use our and, Twitter a lot. Uh, but it's wait. our Twitter. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, I, I accidentally use our Twitter a <laughs> lot. Like I do I'm like, ah, it's just gonna be um, I just comment on your stuff because it's funny sometimes. Yeah, no, I love it. <laughs> nobody knows. But uh but yeah, I don't post much on my own personal Twitter. And then Instagram I have like locks sort of private, so I don't bother me there. <laughs> <laughs> just leave me alone. That's the most old man answer. I am, of course, Aaron Cini. You can find me on Twitter at Aaron Cini, A-A-R-O-N-S-E-A-N-E-Y. Uh, you can also check out my brand new show, Awesomely Average. Every single Tuesday, I am live on twitch.tv slash Gaming. It's a show where I get different content creators on. We get to chat about all the cool shit they're doing. Come hang out. It's been a blast. Uh, otherwise... Porter, I would assume we're coming back here next Monday because yeah, would take yeah, yeah. So we, we still got, there's still stadium news to be talked about. So we will be back here next Monday, uh, roughly around the same time, um, talking about all the news of the future of video games. So thanks so much, everybody, for checking out the show. Uh, again, kind of a bonus episode, kind of crazy. Um, do me a favor, every single time somebody says Google's going to kill Stadia, say, just wait, just wait. That's all I got. Thanks so much, everybody. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Peace.